0: You're now about to witness the strength of geek knowledge. Yes. Hello, welcome. That's right. Once again, you are trapped in Nerd Cage Live. This ain't just a reaction show, but a debate show and a live discussion on everything that makes people like you and I tick. So thank you for joining us once again as we continue the coverage of Amazon Prime's The Boys full on spoiler discussion as we are on episode five tonight. So while you're here, if you're new to the channel, please hit that like button and subscribe. I'm your co-host, Jay St. G, certified geek, seven days a week coming to you live from yours truly, the land of the orange, Syracuse, New York. And always among us, it is our moderator and troll hammer and co-host,
1: Joe from Fall One Gaming. What's poppin', my dude? Uh, today, we are going to do this spoiler discussion of Episode 5 of Season 3 of The Boys with none other than Tab Mark 99 and The Pretty Guardian. <laughs> Thanks so much for
0: joining us tonight, everybody. Before we get started, who do we got in the chat, Joe?
1: In the chat tonight, we have... Dion from Off The Beaten Podcast.
0: Hey, I'm glad you were here. Hey, Dion. I'm not here, but you're here. We appreciate you uh, tuning in, man. And yes, uh, kind of a shorter episode. Uh, not shorter, but not not as heavy with content to talk about. So this might be a quicker discussion.
1: It uh, might be, but then again, it might
2: not be. We I'm be. here, and I it can be a little be long-winded is. sometimes.
0: <laughs> that's, you know what? And that's why we love you, man. So, let, so why don't we uh, go around the circle real quick. uh, Go ahead, Tabunk99. Go ahead, introduce yourself, plug everyone, plug in, and give us your general thoughts on episode five.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? This is TabMock99. First of all, I want to say to both Jay and Joe, thank you so much for having me on, and thank you guys in the audience for watching. Um, Yes, you can find me on YouTube.com slash TabMock99. In fact, TabMock99 is where I am on Twitter, Instagram, and Twitch. Um, I'm known for my Mortal Kombat stuff, so this is a little off-brand for me because I'm going to be talking about the boys season three episode five with you guys and i am so so excited to talk about this because first of all i love this franchise i fell in love with the series ever since i first discovered it when it was like uh, uh first debuted on amazon prime totally missed out on season two i didn't realize there was a season two until just recently when season three started so i got all caught up i watched all of season two binge watched all of episode three and then i got to see episode five right when it debuted so i am right there with you guys i saw it if you were watching it like the day it came out, the day it dropped, I'm right there with you.
0: Awesome. And, and what would you think I, of Episode
2: 5? So what are my thoughts? Um, first of all, I love the social commentary of this episode. I love it in the franchise okay. as a whole. I will say they did what Star Wars did in Episode 3. They got a little bit sloppy with the social commentary. So let me just kind of back up a little bit and explain what I mean. Um, first of all, how many of you guys are, are familiar with Star Wars Episode 3? everybody's seen it right yes i (laughs) I can spoil it for
3: you i know
2: i don't have to worry about spoiling the boys because we're all caught up there all right (laughs) episode three of star wars palpatine tells um, anakin right that he can get him to teach he can teach him the dark side of the force he can get him into it you know it's not really anything to worry about it's just another point of view right like it's a morally gray area it's morally ambiguous that you've been told all your life it's a bad thing it's not really all that bad it's just Not bad, it's not better or worse, it's just different, okay? What Emperor Palpatine's using to get Anakin in, to lure him in, uh, was a theory called moral relativism. So the commentary that George Lucas was making is that moral relativism is bad, but by the end of the movie, he's flipped the script. It's like he forgot which side of the moral relativism argument he was on. He started teaching, like, Anakin was, you know, uh, Obi-Wan. Tells him only a Sith sees things in absolutes. He means moral absolutes. He's, now, they've switched who's arguing for moral relativism and who's against it. If you watch episode three and you pay attention to that part, you'll see what I mean. Back to the boys. And why I compared it to Star Wars episode three is because the boys was making a lot of social commentary on cancel culture. A lot of the guys, like the racist superhero, Blue Hawk, is like, oh, my God, am I getting canceled? Right? Yeah. But look at Vaught. Look what The Deep did. He started firing anybody. He started looking at people's tweets from 10 years ago and firing them if they were on board. So, actually, cancel culture is happening. So the show got a little bit sloppy with this. Are they making fun of people who are worried about cancel culture? Are they saying that it's a big, serious problem? Where are they on this exactly? It seemed like writers missed the mark and couldn't quite decide exactly where they stood on this issue. That aside, I love the episode. I love what they were doing with... um, the hypocrisy of Billy Butcher, using superpowers to take down soups. That goes against everything they stand for. Mother's Milk explained it perfectly. We do what we do because nobody should have that kind of power. Well, if you believe in your cause, you'll do with anything. You'll even break your own rules because you think your side is right. That's the way people are in their real world. We don't live in the world of uh, fairies and dancing dildos. We live here on planet earth. So (laughs) I think I love the way that he justified his own hypocrisy. And let's look at A-Train's hypocrisy for a minute. He's out there all of a sudden concerned about innocent lives getting destroyed, but I remember back in season one when he was ready to kill Huey and ready to kill Huey's dad if Huey didn't show up. A-Train is a complete fucking asshole. Now we're supposed to believe Mm -hmm. he cares about the innocent. He killed Mm -hmm. his own girlfriend. So A-Train latching onto Black Lives Matter He is a total fucking hypocrite. All he cares about is if this is gonna boost his own career. And if he didn't think this was gonna boost his own career, he wouldn't be touching this issue. I love the way this episode covered pretty much everything. One more thing they missed the mark on, and then I promise I'm gonna let uh, Pretty Guardian speak.
0: You're good, you're
2: good. One more thing I wanted to cover. Where are we on the Russia issue? I get it. A lot has changed from season two and there's original material that we've got to stick to or maybe deviate from. And the situation has changed in the world. So the political commentary has to change with it. Having said that, Russia was the one that um, the Nazi girl Stormfront was using. Right. She built up a whole army of Russian trolls. That's based on a real thing that happened. Russia was sending trolls out to do political memes. Some of them were for for Trump. Some of them were for Hillary. Some of them were for Bernie. The Russian trolls were just creating all kinds of division and conflict and and meddling in America's election. And that's what they were doing in the boys. That's the social commentary they were doing. But Russia had a freaking American hero trapped the entire time. Are they on Stormfront side here? Are they capturing our guys? What would Stormfront have said if she had known or did she know? Where are we exactly with the Russia thing? I feel like there's a lot of holes here. I got a theory and we'll address. get into that.
0: I do have a theory on um, on Soldier Boy. We'll, we'll get into that, but man. Excited I, to hear it. Well, wow, that was great. Now it's like, all right, show's over. Tabog just just laid it all out.
3: <laughs> no, I feel like there was a lot of stuff in there we could dive into, okay. really. Yeah, or wow. stuff that I
2: didn't even mention that I would love to hear from you guys. What parts stood out to you?
0: We will definitely get to that. Uh, but I want to get the floor to Pretty Guardian, so go ahead. Plug yourself in and give your general thoughts on episode five, if you could please.
3: Thank you so much for having me. I always love being here to rock around in the nerd cage. And so I am Pretty Guardian. You can find me at youtube.com slash Pretty I make gaming videos. Let me be your gateway drug to JRPGs. So with episode five, I really enjoyed this one. One of the things that stood out to me is I loved how they set up the parallels between Homelander and Maeve, where she had that like intense conversation with him, where she was like, we all fucking hated you. And then they also set up that same conversation at the end with the Crimson Countess and Soldier Boy, where she was like, we all fucking hated you. And so I, I felt like kind of connecting those lines between the similarities of Soldier Boy and Homelander. I thought that was very well done. And I I really enjoyed this episode. To me, it kind of set the tone of, of what we're gonna see in the next few episodes as we yeah. kind of reach the season finale here. Yeah, so I, I really enjoyed seeing those blocks be put into place.
0: Absolutely, very, very well said. Um... And, again, uh, just a final reminder, links in the the description. Please sub these fine people up, uh, their their Twitch, their YouTube, all that good stuff. Um, Joe, tell them about tomorrow and tell them about Tuesday. And then, of course, give your general thoughts on uh, Episode 5.
1: All righty. Tomorrow we go back to Mortal Kombat Deception Conquest Mode. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and then on Tuesday, we step back into the world of survival horror with Resident Evil Remake. Yes, and I believe, TV
0: slash nerdcage live.
1: I believe this has a very good chance to be the finale.
0: Yes, both of these streams probably <laughs> will be the finales for Mortal Kombat Conquest Finale and Resident Evil Finale. So, uh, yes. yeah, If you guys want to see the end game of these campaigns, Hang out with us That's twitch.tv slash nerdcage live starting at eight o'clock on Friday and nine, uh, or 8, yeah, eight o'clock on Friday and eight o'clock on Tuesday, Eastern Standard Time.
2: Sounds like you guys are this close to collecting the sixth and final Kami Dogu. Yes! Ah, there you go. Wow. <laughs> yes. I didn't expect to
3: bust that
2: out. <laughs> no, I didn't expect to bust it out either, but here we are.
0: Yes. I knew we had to have you today. I mean, we, we knew we had to squeeze Mortal Kombat in, in some way,
1: somehow. <laughs> yeah, so this, as far as the boys, I love this episode. Uh, there's a, there's a, lot of, a lot of good action, a lot of good twists and turns. The only thing that I thought, and I scratched my head on why they did it, but it is what it is, is that damn dance number. <laughs> I loved it! <laughs> I loved it, too. The I, only thing I can think of is uh, they did the same type of thing on Hawkeye. So I was thinking maybe that you know, was kind it was, of, a,
0: you know, they were parodying La, La Land is what they were parodying. Oh, OK, about. gotcha. That was one of those movies I, you know, unwillingly sat through with, you know, my ex-girlfriend at the time. So, like, you know, I was like, <laughs> oh, God, here we go. So that's why I was kind of like familiar like oh yeah this is their Gotcha. Okay. And actually, you know, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I'm only going to say this once, only once I do I ever bring it up again. I didn't hate La, La Land. I I was like one of those, I was just like oh I don't want to sit through this but I ended up liking it a lot more than I thought I did. But uh but, but yeah I will say was, this. It was a cute little dance number and I also watched the behind the scenes making of that. I'll go ahead uh on. Well,
2: when an actor is in a TV show and they're also capable of singing and they've got range the writers are given the challenge of figuring out a way to, to cram that into the scene somehow, make it work within the context of the show that there's an excuse for them to be singing. So they will look for any way they can to make that happen.
0: And, and it was, to that and it was, point, it was charming. I thought it was funny that the you know the the, the little urinal things in the hospital, the hospital workers were using them as drums. I thought that was funny. <laughs>
3: Frenchie was such a good dancer. I was yeah. super impressed by the way he just jumped into it and nailed every move. Like, he made it look so natural.
2: If that were me, they would have to use some kind of a stunt double or maybe CG. Yeah. Some guy mo- I'd have to wear a mocap suit. I don't know, something.
0: It, 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 I thought it was charming. You could tell they were having fun. Like, I. They were. My only, I guess. You know, I'll get my general thoughts real quick, but before I give my general thoughts, just my only question to you guys is one thing, maybe, maybe it went over my head, maybe it didn't, but, like, right before Frenchie got captured, and, you know, the, obviously we saw that dance number, and we can we can assume it was, like, it was, it was imagined, but, like, when she spoke, did she really speak, or was that part of, like, her imagination? Did she really speak, or no? Because, like... Cause you know, he takes off and says, Hey, I'll be back. I'll go grab coffee or whatever. Like, did she actually speak before they started singing? Or was that just her fantasizing about herself speaking?
3: I think that part was real.
0: Okay. I'm
2: going with real.
0: Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I couldn't. I didn't realize if, they, if it was real or not. But look,
2: but the actress know. who plays Kamiko, she can talk. She can sing. She's got a great voice. How long does she really want to keep playing a mute character for? I yeah, think they're gonna yeah. get for the ability to speak again. I think that's what they're building up to with that. Yes. Yeah. So I think that part was great. real. But maybe they'll. Maybe they'll. They'll go into that maybe next episode.
0: Yes. Which is up by the way. It is her, episode six is up right now on Amazon. Oh man. Nice. So as soon as we get off. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to stay up yeah. there. Um, yes. All right. So my general thoughts real quick. I The thing I liked about this episode, now, yes, compared to the previous four, was it light on the violence and the action compared to the other four? Yes. That doesn't mean I disliked it less. I liked it just as much. And the reason why I liked it, uh, and I think our awesome guests both touched on it, that it setting up. For what's about to go down for these last three episodes, basically this whole thing was set up for uh, Homelander versus Soldier Boy. It's exactly what I want, so yeah, I'm happy that I'm getting what I want, and they set it up magically. Um, and as far as all the like the social commentary, it was cool, but like again, I felt like this was more this episode was a setup episode, and I thought it was <laughs> set up perfectly. So yes, I absolutely. Loved it. And uh, let's see here. Um, so yeah, that's my general thoughts. So, sorry, I'm thinking, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. So let's talk about, okay, what do you got, where do you guys want to start? Do you guys want to start with the dance number or you guys want to start with the uh, incident with what's his nuts there? Um,
1: Blue Hawk.
0: Oh my gosh, uh, A-Train. Or do you want to talk about the Crimson Tide thing, or where you guys want to start? I
3: have all my notes in order.
1: <laughs> oh, oh
3: shit! You, you know what, notes? Joe? Let's go through your notes, and we we okay. can. Uh, the first thing up. I
1: have on here is the the beginning with the the footage of Soldier Boy getting tested by the Russians. So talk about you that. Them shoot, yeah, you got him sh- uh, getting shot at, getting the, like acid baths, and all that stuff. So and the eye, really the eyes cool. is weak yeah. part. Yeah mm-hmm so that that was that was pretty striking pretty shocking actually to see some of that
2: you know it seems to me like if we did have a superpowered guy and somehow he fell into enemy hands they would want to see what his weakness is and they would try yes. and make their own and they would try and learn what he's capable of what his strengths and weaknesses are what are his limitations and how can they defeat him or kill him
1: yeah, I mean, if, I think if you had a superpower being of any kind, no matter what government got a hold of him, ours included, they would mm-hmm. want to see how far they could push it.
3: Yeah, well, yeah, 100%. And, Tabmok, you got me thinking about, like, when you were making the connection with Stormfront and the Russian trolls and stuff, it almost got me thinking, like, what if Vought was behind the Russian kidnapping of Soldier Boy and testing on him and stuff like that to build up their data and everything and pull him out of the picture,
2: yeah. I'm, right. I don't know. Right. I'm
3: just thinking thoughts.
2: You know, because well, it, it seemed like a little bit of a hole, like a plot hole, and they need to fill right. that hole with something. So, yeah, that could do it.
3: Or maybe they won't. Maybe they'll just gloss over it and leave us hanging.
2: That's what I think. Yeah. But sometimes the fans make up their own theories. It's a lot of fun to speculate. So I like where you're headed.
3: We do a lot of speculation here.
0: <laughs> well, the thing was, I, I just feel like the again just touching base on the previous episode is that the um they the russians are experimenting on soldier boys because i because i think there's like i said there's the american hate there's the seven hate and i'm just gonna go just go on they like they they the russians intent was to turn soldier boy into their weapon against homelander and you in the united states and and the Seven. Homelander wasn't
3: really around at that point when Soldier Boy was taken though, was he? Uh,
2: no, no. Homelander is more new to the scene, but I will say right. this. You're right, because home, um, not Homelander, Soldier Boy and Stormfront both have that one thing in common where they really didn't age. They kind of mm-hmm. stayed young for many, many years, and not all soups do that. Yeah.
1: Agreed.
0: Yeah. Um... Yeah, that, that's just that's just my thoughts. Because like I said, the previous episode kind of gave it away. Because like I said, the the havoc, like you know, havoc from X Men, like the the mm-hmm. stomach beam, it shows that it like it could you know take away you know the other soups' power, weakens them. Which okay. I'm sure might just prediction. I think Kamiko is eventually gonna get her powers back some way somehow, where they inject her uh, again, where she gets injected, or. What could happen is maybe she recovers, like maybe the her recovery is taking longer than usual after getting hit with that beam. So I just mm-hmm. think I just think this was like this was their plan. Like this is they're turning Soldier Boy into their weapon. Um, and of course right. the boys unleashed him and uh, yeah, so and then of course Billy um, you know, convinced him to like, hey, we could use your help. But another prediction I'm gonna say here is I feel like it's gonna backfire. I feel what's gonna happen is, and I'm jumping way ahead right now. I feel that what's gonna happen is, the, um, the, sorry, I'm lost my train of thought here. That Soldier Boy is gonna be worse than Homelander, and they're gonna regret that decision. That's just where I'm. Yes, um, I, I was I thinking the
2: same thing. It's a big question. Who's worse? They are planting seeds that uh, Soldier Boy yep. is a. Now, to be fair to him. He's from a different time. He yes. was raised in a different world. The the values that he was raised with, our values that we have today, our modern sensibilities, uh, they would be shocking to someone from that era. Mm-hmm. For yeah. somebody like Blue Hawk, he doesn't really have that same excuse and that we can't really afford him that same luxury. We didn't get to really see much of Blue Hawk. We're being told that he's a bigot and we're, we're being told that there's these incidents and that he's over-policing black neighborhoods. But that's something that we've never really gotten to see firsthand. So I'm thinking they're going to have to have us maybe some a little bit more exposition, maybe some flashbacks. We're going to have to have a little bit more to go on to see just how much of an asshole blue Hawk is. I'm sure he's every bit as bad as, as all the guys up there in the seven,
0: not just that, but also at the very end there where starlight says to Huey, like you do rise. This guy was a murderer and blah, blah, blah. And she was like, I think that kind of like the show, like in on that, like, like, Hey, why are you helping this guy? He's a murderer and this on and so forth. So, um, that's another thing I just want to add to that is I feel like they're kind of foreshadowing like, hey, this is gonna this is gonna backfire, and you're gonna find out that Soldier Boy is actually worse than. Um, yes,
3: Homelander. well, I was almost wondering like if Soldier Boy really intended to even work with them. Like he could just go meet Homelander and then decide to completely change sides. Yeah. Um, and I, I don't know. I, I think I don't. I don't think he's gonna be on Team Butcher for very long, either way.
2: I wanted to talk to something else, Jay, that you sort of hinted at. When Starlight is talking to Huey, what is going on with that relationship? Are they gonna make it? She's pressuring him to be honest with her, and he's like, oh yeah, yeah, I'm done with that compound V, or temp V, I guess it's called now, the temporary one. I have thoughts on that too. He took it, and he got superpowers, and he hasn't really been honest with her about other stuff that he was mm-hmm. up to either. At some point, yeah. he's going to say, enough is enough. All I'm asking for you is to be honest. She helped him with a lot of stuff, him and Billy, too. Like, he killed an innocent guy to hijack his car a few episodes ago, and they didn't really want to do that, and Billy kind of doesn't really care. Billy's kind of a hypocrite here. He's almost as bad as the soups, where if innocent people get in his way, let them die. That's his whole problem with the soup, and he's starting to show some of those same characteristics himself, yeah. and he's kind of a bigot. This episode is all about anti-bigotry, but they've called Billy a hypocrite, too, because he'll yeah. go right up to the soups, and he'll say, you know, you guys are really a problem. We need to be done with you, all of you, yeah. but then he'll take that serum himself, and now he's in a relationship with Mabe and it's about to get, like, five more levels of complicated
0: Yes, and I'm glad you brought up Billy and the and the hypocritical thing, and like you said, Mother's know kind of grilled him for that, saying, hey, we're here to, to, um, you know, the whole point of doing what we do is because they have, no one should have that kind of power and so on and so forth. Um, which is another funny thing is like, <laughs> I was going to bring it up at some point. Um, Let's just say, you know, one of my favorite scenes was, um, Involving these two. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, there you
2: go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let
0: me just so everybody can see here. It's my Funko Pops, so of Queen made out. Um, but yeah, I just thought uh, that was just kind of funny because Billy has made it clear that he hates the soups and so on and so forth. But uh, oh yeah, he was
3: hate fucking her. He yeah, Absolutely. he got it on with her, and I'm just like.
0: <laughs> I'm like, yes! (laughs) Sorry, I love Queen, babe. She's amazing, just saying.
1: I did like how they started that scene, though, where she's like, I haven't drank in three months. And he's like, it's been over a year for me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was great. I'm sorry. That was like a great piece of television. And, yeah, the memes are out there, too, um, with that particular scene. But, yeah, I... Um, now I'm not familiar with the comics, so I didn't like see it coming, so when it happened, I was like, oh, wow, he's really, they're really doing this.
2: (laughs) Let me ask you guys this. Yes. There's a lot of other superhero shows and movies and whatever, where they'll have something that can neutralize their powers, whether it's some kind of a collar that they put around them or some sort of a room that that damp, like with dampeners or whatever. There's a lot of stuff like that, but this show doesn't have anything. Not yet. So what are the odds, uh, do you think, in your opinion, I want to hear from everybody, that they're going to introduce some sort of a device or maybe a serum, like an antidote to Compound V, that will take a soup and turn them into a normie?
0: Um, hmm, That's actually... Mm. I'm wondering, you know what, well, now that you mentioned it, it makes me wonder why that's the way Giancarlo Esposito's character is the way he is. And maybe he knows he's got that weaponized against, you know, so if case Homelander were to strike him or something, I don't know. Just throwing that out there, maybe you're right. I, that's actually a good thought. Um, Are you talking about, like,
1: the the X-Men kind of way? With yeah, the, where the like X-Men Q- 3,
0: the yeah. cure.
1: Yeah, there was 3. a spinoff
2: of X-Men called The Gifted that I was thinking of, where... Um, mm. There was a major plot hole in that show where all the mutants were, were in these camps and they were being given collars and it neutralized their powers. And yet this one guy, the main character, found out that he was a mutant. He was having all these powers and he hated it and they kept messing him up. And it's like, well, why don't you just put on one of those collars? Since the government loves putting them around mutants so much, they, that somehow never crossed anyone's mind. It wasn't brought up once on the show. But I feel like if the boys introduced something like that, they would do it right.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
2: You get one of those collars from the gifted around Homelander, bam, now you can finally take down that son of a bitch.
0: Yes. Uh Pretty Garden, what 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 about you? Do you do you think there's uh some kind of like cure as a weapon or an antidote for uh for Compound V?
3: I could absolutely see it. I for me, I feel like there just has to be something that Stan Edgar has up his sleeve. And whether that's like a, a soup that he he knows has his back, or whether it's some sort of hero type weapon for Compound V, there there has to be something there, and I'm I'm convinced I'm convinced of that piece. It so whatever it center. is, let's we'll find out hopefully.
0: Absolutely. All right. Um, Joe, what else on your notes there? Do you got anything on the uh, incident there with Blue Hawk and and
1: um, uh, uh. Well, we kind of glossed over the board meeting. For me
0: refresh my memory because i watched i watched the week uh, where where <laughs> ashley's
1: addressing everybody and then homelander comes in and says yeah yeah you can sit down oh, yup yes,
0: yes. <laughs> yep, i remember now so yeah homelanders is like yeah he's trying to like uh enforce his power sort of say not just i'm not saying like his superpower but his uh political power and his working power right. over the board meeting mm-hmm. yes I remember that was actually, um, that was a a good scene, actually.
3: Yeah, well, heavy is the head that holds the crown. He thought he wanted this type of responsibility. And not only did he probably not really want it, but he's certainly sure as fuck not ready for it. Um, So I think it goes back to what, like, Giancarlo Esposito was saying, Homelander's going to wreck himself. Yeah. And we're just seeing all of the, the enemies he's making, all of his mental unraveling, kind of all those pieces being put yeah. into motion. Some yeah, of the
2: responds very well to that, but that can't last. And I agree with you. We are seeing him start to become undone. He had this whole facade early on. It was like, oh, you guys are the real heroes. Everybody loved it. Now the facade is starting to fall apart. He's like, you know what? I'm the real hero. Well... You're going to lose some people like that. Hey, you might, some people might follow him even harder, but they're going to start dropping off. And especially now with Edgar, what do you think about that Congresswoman? You think she's going to be on uh, Edgar's side or Homelander's side? I don't
0: know. I'm wondering if it's, I wonder if she's faking him out, like she's pretending to be on his side. That's moment. what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking down the line. I think it's a big fake out. But I also want to point out, too, earlier is that, you know, they're showing like he didn't. Like Homelander didn't know how to lead, you know how like when Soldier Boy was you know destroying shit down down in New York and like, you know Starlight saying we should do something. What are we gonna do? Are you gonna are we gonna like do something about this or what? And he didn't know how to handle it. He didn't know who to send down. He didn't want. I think that was him being scared. Like he didn't want mm-hmm. face. He saw that kind of power and he was like hell no, you know so i think he was trying to weasel out of it and at the same time he couldn't like assign any of the uh heroes to do something about it so that was actually quite telling as well is that he looks like homelander might actually be like he actually might see like he fears for the first time we see him fear another
3: suit well to what you're saying we've never really seen homelander in a fight where i mean we know he's powerful right but we he I don't know I I don't really trust in his capability so I I feel like if there was somebody like soldier soldier boy to stand up for him to stand up against him I I could see Homelander cracking pretty easily and he probably is scared about going up against a soup of that level so I I'm kind of with you there Jay
0: okay okay uh Joe you got anything on that one or no?
1: Um. Well back to, back to the board meeting for a second is uh, I noticed that it was more of him just trying to get everybody to, you know, shower him with you know compliments and stuff. and as soon That's as somebody stood up word. as soon as somebody stood up and said, "Yeah, down to business," he was like, "No, I'm, no, 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 I'm, I'm not in this for business. It's like, how dare you? Get the hell out." <laughs> you know the sad thing is.
2: She was just saying, uh, typically in situations like this, EBITDA drops, and how are we going to handle this on the call? And, like, well, that's a legitimate question. She's asking oh. for his input. And he's like, oh, you think you know better than me? It's like, yeah. uh, no, no, I think you know better, Homelander. That's why I'm asking How do you think we should handle it just in case it does drop? Like, she just, <laughs> that she didn't do anything wrong. Yeah. She kind of fell apart once he confronted her, and and, you know, nobody respects that. If she had stood her ground a little bit, You would respect her for it, but no, she just embarrassed herself. Ashley made her leave.
3: Hmm.
2: Yes. All right. I thought she had done nothing wrong until she was challenged by Homelander. That's when she just lost it.
0: Yep. 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 Okay. So, let's see. Am I forgetting anything else before we get to uh, the
3: uh, Crimson
0: and you know her?
3: Well, I want to talk about the relationship between Starlight and Healy for just a, a yeah, second more.
1: absolutely. Yep.
3: So towards the beginning of this season, when Starlight is kind of realizing like, oh, Homelander's unraveling, he's going up against Stan Edgar, maybe I should leave the Seven and kind of take myself out of the situation. She had that phone call with Huey, where he kind of took that deep breath and he was like, no, you need to stay and you need to distract him. To me, that showed like a wanton disregard for her life and her well-being. And to me, that's where I was like, "Oh, there's no way she can stay with him because whatever path he's going on, he no longer really cares about her." And so, when we're we're seeing these situations where he's kind of being dishonest again, and and this rift is growing between them, I don't want them to come back together. I I feel like whatever happens to them or like for them in their future, it needs to happen separately at this point.
0: Yeah, you know, just to, to tack on that, there is a line in there and it's all coming back to me. Like I said, it's been a week. Um There's mm-hmm. a line that she said, we're, we're, remember where he was saying like, like for once I wanna be powerful so I can save you instead of you saving me. And she's like, I just need you to be you. I don't need you to, yes. me to save me or I don't need you to be you know all powerful and blah 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 and I'm just like oh damn like ooh that's that struck a nerve just saying it's like I'm actually yeah. I don't want to see them split but I feel like it's gonna happen now again I'm just gonna reiterate I don't read the comics and in fact I'm gonna wait to read the comics till the show's over I don't want to spoil anything for myself but yeah it's like yeah you see this rift growing between them and you're seeing Huey Oh, I hate to use this term, but he's becoming a drug addict. Like he likes—I mm-hmm. think he likes—Compound V. He's got a taste of it. He likes it. He wants more of it, and it's getting right. in the way of his relationship. Even though you can right. argue that the first time he did it, he did—he—he he did ultimately save the team. And maybe after he right. saved the team, he's like, okay, now I feel worthy. Now I can save people. I'm gonna keep doing it. You know. So, yeah, that shit was fucking bananas, you know? And like I said, that like as Pretty Garden just tapped on the rift that's growing between them just because of his addiction, uh, to, to sort of say, you know? Yeah.
2: Hey, but you know what? Who can blame him? I mean, his arm was broken and now it's healed. Like, you don't have to deal with broken bones anymore. You don't have to live with being a frail mortal. You don't have to d- deal with having your girlfriend step in and fight your battles for you. It's like, this changes everything. It does change the nature of both both of them and the, the dynamics of the relationship. Yes, right. And um, I thought it was fine for him to go in and tell Annie, no, no, stick with it, stick with the plan, because I honestly felt like in that moment, he was trying to do what was best for Starlight, for Annie. I, I didn't really see that as the same problem the way you did, Pretty Guardian. I didn't. I didn't see that part as being problematic. The pro, the problem I thought of is he's just not being honest with her about what his ultimate plans are. Even if he has the best of intentions, he needs to be on the same page as her, or this isn't going to yeah. work.
0: I mean, it doesn't help that you know she's in the Seven and he's you know with the group, the boys, you know, who are basically against mm-hmm. the Seven. So yeah, it's.
1: <laughs> and now and Billy's with
0: Maeve. <laughs>
2: and now Billy's with Maeve. So there's going to be two people who have a girlfriend in the seven.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> all right. Um. All right. Now, do you guys want to talk the Crimson Tide and the?
1: In that <laughs> well, I do have. I do have a. I do have a small, small note here. Yes. Uh, Go ahead.
2: Plug away.
1: When Starlight is talking to A Train about <laughs> you know blowing them in about Supersonic and everything. He does have a moment there, and I, don't, I still can't tell if this was authentic or if this was, you know, him just trying to pull the wool over her eyes, but he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And, you know, I did make that prediction, and I was like, there is a chance that maybe he really doesn't know what she's talking about. And if that's the case, my prediction may still be on the table.
0: <laughs> and I'm sorry, Joe, refresh my memory. What was your prediction again?
1: My prediction was that uh, they kind of did a body double yes. of Supersonic and he never uh, actually okay, died. Yeah, that's right. so Tab Monk wasn't that.
0: here last week. So, uh, uh, Joe, explain again to Tab Monk about uh, your potential twist.
1: Yeah, because his face was completely mutilated. So, you don't really see if that's actually him or not. They could have put anybody in that suit. And I was going to say that basically he could still be alive and, and he could a whole be on Homelander's side. side. Yeah. And because we never got to see his powers. It's like, why would you have an entire character who's a love interest and everything never once showcase his powers? So.
0: i That's a bold prediction. And I'm beginning, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, you know. <laughs>
2: I kind of hope not, because I sort of like death to actually mean something, and I don't want it to become one of these shows where, oh, we thought he died, but it turns out there was some miraculous... That doesn't mean he's never going to die. <laughs> it yeah. just means he's not dead yet. <laughs> so far, deaths have been permanent on this show. Uh, if they do one fake-out death, okay, they can do it once, but they better not do it a lot.
0: Yeah, no, but- I agree to that. Well, it, it, makes, it makes you think, that It really does. But you have...
2: Uh, I wasn't convinced at first, but you have pretty solid reasoning there. They should show
1: superpowers for someone like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other reasoning was the fact that, you know, he was the original love interest and to see Huey steal his girlfriend might have triggered him enough to go, you know I'm pushing sides, fuck this.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right, let's go back. Let's go back to a minute um, because we talked about this a couple times.
2: Billy hooking up with Maeve. I mean, I like the way Pretty Guardian said it, that he's Tate fucking her. But how much of this do you think is, you know what? Homelander went after my girl. I'm going to go after his now. How much do you think this is personal? He wanted to mess with Homelander. True. I don't think he ever would have done this back when Becca was alive, but now she's gone. I agree. I don't think he
0: would have done it if Becca was alive and, you know. (laughs) Sorry. It's such a great scene. I keep reminiscing about it. Um, but yeah, no, I didn't think I didn't even think of that. Um, and I'm how sure, much? how much do you think
2: the next time Billy and Homelander confront each other, Billy's going to bring that up and rub his face in it.
0: Oh yeah. And that's not, I'm sure she spilled the guts, you know, on, you know, I'm sure she told him everything that maybe he doesn't know already about Homelander.
2: Homelander figured it out. He said, I can smell them all over you.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, he's got enhanced senses. So, yeah, it makes, makes he sense. He knows. <laughs> he knows. And then that's another thing. So, I'm just going to say here, right here, right now, I'm sure Queen Maeve is still alive. I know some people were DMing me like, whoa, what the hell happened? Why? For now. It was Black Noir, right? It, it was blink if you miss it. It was Black Noir that knocked her out, right? It
1: was, yes. I, 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 I remember, know, just to
0: make sure? remember, she shoved the Almond Joy in his mouth. So, this is like him getting revenge on her.
3: That's true.
0: You remember, do you remember the almond yeah. um, joy? From... Oh yeah, yeah. He's
2: got allergies, and yeah. then in the flashback, he said yeah, he's got yeah, allergies. Yeah, we know what
0: that is. Put the almond um, joy in his mouth.
2: Everybody's so now, got a freaking uh, now. Weakness. He
0: got revenge and not, you know knocked her ass out, and then um, and then okay, I'm sorry, it's been a minute here. Now Starlight got was it Mave and Starlight got attacked, or was it just Mave? I don't remember. Someone else that got attacked.
2: I think it was just just Mave.
1: Okay.
0: I do remember
2: rewinding it to be like, wait, what did I just see? And yes, it was Black Noir. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh,
0: let's see here. Uh, just, just a heads up here in the chat, Mister Faye, behave. I'm saying this once and only once. Um, okay. Oh, what did he do? Not nothing yet, but I'm just, just want to make nothing. sure. You know, I'm just, I'm just looking out for everybody. Yeah, um, you behave, so buddy, he... and that
2: goes for the rest of you. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. (laughs) Listen, like I said, I don't want Joe to use the hammer, but he's got the hammer ready, so I don't want to have to use that.
1: Oh. Um, Yeah. uh Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: So uh, I just want to get that out of the way. Um. But thank you for being here. Um. So okay. So we love to have you. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) This is a friendly environment. Just saying. Okay. So. Um. So yeah. So it may have got knocked out, and then it was. Uh. I'm sorry. Who was it the, um, I can't, not, Nadia, right?
3: The Congresswoman? Yes, yeah, Nadia.
0: Yeah, yeah. Okay. Mm, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so they're the ones that got attacked. So yeah, I'm, so, where do you, so what do you guys think happened to them? We're assuming they're not dead. So what do you think happened to them?
2: Geez, I wasn't, I was just kinda gonna wait for them to show us, like, all yeah. right, we'll see. Um, Maybe I assume
3: she's being held in some sort of, um, like, secret facility, like a, a Homelander Vought-led facility where they can imprison soups. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If they
2: have something like that, if, um, oh, yeah, they do. They have a whole, that's right, they have that whole, that, that, that whole floor.
3: Right. I think it'd be really cool to see some sort of breakout happen where, like, Starlight and Huey or any of them um, go in to save her.
2: Starlight was in that prison. Her powers were neutralized. hmm They need a portable thing. They need something like that on a portable level. That's how they take out Homelander. They need to trick him into a room or something.
3: God, well, right we know that the... they can incapacitate Soldier Boy, so let Soldier Boy take out Homelander and then do whatever you need to do to him.
2: Whatever happened to Soldier Boy, they could do to Homelander, Yes.
3: Yes,
0: yeah, so I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean we'll see, but I'm, I'm assuming I'm going to agree with Pretty Garden here is that she's there in some kind of facility here, and we're probably going to find out in episode six, which yeah you know, is up. That's why I like. Doing, this. That's why I like doing these spoiler discussions is because you know I like to give everybody a week to watch, and that way we don't have. And then once we're done talking about, it, we can go right into the next episode, and then we can you know get this. I like to give people time to watch the episode and whatnot, so I'm glad that we did this now, and then we get to watch the new episode like immediately after. All right. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. The next thing I had on here was uh, Blue Hawk killing trans brother.
3: Uh, Is-, was- yes. Is he
1: dead for real? Yeah. That- Is he dead for
2: real?
0: That got messy. Um, talk about like doing the worst possible thing at the worst possible this, this is for both right. characters the worst possible thing at the worst possible time at the worst possible place Um, mm-hmm. obviously they're trying to do crowd control that obviously didn't work it, it backfired and then of course you see you know obviously Atrian's brother gets injured on top of that and like and Atrian's kind of at fault too for like you know I don't like the way he handled it <laughs> you know, I think he could have handled the situation better and could have prevented it from getting worse. So yeah, that was, that was just messy. That was, that was actually, I'm not gonna lie to you. That was actually kind of hard to watch because like you didn't want to see those people get hurt. And like, yeah, it was tough to watch. And then you see, you know, and then you see a train like, yeah, he doesn't know how to handle handle it. And it like that said earlier, he's not, he, you know he would probably have no business. He's just doing it for his image.
2: This was all a PR move for him. To be fair Mm to him,
0: Vought
2: Vought kind of forced this on him. Uh, I don't know what he thought this was gonna be. He was just gonna do a cute little commercial and say, oh yeah, we all need to listen to each other. Now I make money off of this thing. You Mm -hmm. know, this is good social commentary. There is a lot of that. There are people getting rich off of the BLM movement. This is what A-Train is trying to do for himself, but it didn't work out. He didn't do it very well. Vought is in control here, not him. He's kind of, he didn't, he was just going to go there and say, yeah, we need to stand up and we need to fight for our rights and we need to to push for change. And he was just going to say the lines. He didn't think they were going to put him in a situation where, okay, well, here, here's Blue Hawk and uh, he's going to issue an apology and you're going to be up there with them side by side. He's like, wait, that's how I have to handle it? Well, yeah, because you work for Vought and you got to do it the way they say to do it. Blue Hawk gave a terrible apology. Obviously it wasn't written by him. It was written by someone at Vought. Yeah, PR, yep. When he read it, it couldn't have been more Sorry. insincere. The actor who played Blue Hawk did a really good job. You could tell it was so phony. He didn't believe a word of it. He's like, "Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm also going to donate $10,000 to this uh, community center or whatever." Like, yeah. nobody gave a crap about the 10,000 either. Instead, what happened was they like they as soon as he goes off script, he goes right back to his standard bigoted talking points, you know? Like, "Well, that guy was a criminal. He had it coming." I'm, I don't police. And I don't over police yeah.
1: black neighbors. I can't that be racist. I up. have
3: black friends, like A Train. Okay, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> we just met. Was, we just yeah, met. exactly.
2: But this is what I'm saying. This would have had a lot more meaning if we had seen a little bit more of Blue Hawk in previous episodes. We didn't.
3: What if he does? Have I don't me? even no. think that that's necessary, though. I, I, I think Blue Hawk's kind of a plot device. I, yeah. I don't really think. He's supposed to be know. a caricature. He's not supposed to be yeah. a real
2: person. I get it.
3: Yeah. Well, and I don't think there's any investment in him either. No. serious could yeah. move on and never show him again, and it'd be probably better for it.
0: And I but think it also, I think when he gets, says it's gonna be satisfying. Just saying. <laughs> it's a foil. Okay.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's to move A Train story forward. Okay. Clearly. Yeah. Yes. He's just he's just there for someone to to mess up A Train and and side get him off track.
3: It's
0: just
1: funny because uh,
0: like. You know, first A Train was like one of the more like disliked characters. Now they're trying to make him likable. Now you know you begin to feel the dislike towards him again. You know.
2: Well, yeah, because uh, he doesn't believe a word of it, and if he did, he right. would have you know not killed innocent people himself when he was addicted to Compound V. So it's hard to it's hard to really feel for A Train. It is easy to feel for A Train's brother. He didn't deserve to get caught up in any of this, and I don't think no. A Train's brother. Knew what kind of guy A Train really was. Yeah. That's like a good point, too. They might be actually. brothers, but I think there was a lot that he was keeping from him.
1: Mm-hmm. Exactly.
0: All right. So, finale.
1: But yeah. uh, not yet.
0: Not yet. What else you got, Joe? You'll have to talk about
2: the
1: legend.
0: The legend. Refresh my memory. It's been a Crimson. <laughs> <laughs> Uh
1: Crimson. The, the guy who found. Or who was harboring uh, Soldier Boy? The guy that was doing coke all the time? Oh, yes. Yeah.
3: I loved him. Uh, just the just as a I character, because he was effectively a talent manager. And, and the way yeah. he acted was just like how talent managers act, certain types of them with their actors and actresses that they have in their stable. And that's exactly how he handled the soups. And to me, I just thought that was really awesome because they almost do kind of need a handler and they do have these awful celebrity personas. So I I enjoyed the character and I enjoyed that scene. Mm -hmm.
2: Well put, well put. And you can tell they need a handler. I mean, look what happens when some of these soups go off script. Right. It's not pretty.
3: And I don't remember how they
2: started. You remember when they started, how uh, none of them did their own tweets. It was all done by corporate. Yep. Right.
1: Yeah. And I like how Huey reacts where when he's like, "Hey, you want some?" He's like, "No, I've I've I've, uh, I've, I've already done a bunch of cocaine." Yeah. <laughs> I'm
3: full. I'm full. Oh yeah, of cocaine. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh god, this show does not hold back. All right. And, and anything else, guys? Just because it's after ten, so we're just you know, see if there's anything else. We, uh, uh Two words. Yes.
1: Seth Rogen.
2: Oh my
1: god! This this is
2: a good way
0: to lead into the finale. Okay, so yeah. First, I'm just gonna say it right, now. I love Seth Rogen. He cracks me up. Uh, shout out that he's gonna be Donkey Kong, but um, but yeah, like <laughs> the anal
1: beats. Yeah, did you get them? Yeah, I did. <laughs> oh my god, that shit was funny. I'm sorry, that
0: killed me. That I means. Seth- Seth it's just Seth Rogan being Seth Rogan. I thought that was a, a clever uh
1: cameo, you know, or how how will forever be known now as Sir Comzlot.
3: <laughs> well, I mean he still managed to finish, which I think is the craziest part of that. Nah, uh, that's about right.
0: That was funny. I'm sorry. That's just but funny. They're like it's like place like, nice where'd, where'd
3: you go? Where'd you go?
2: Yeah. <laughs> It's like Lay's potato chips. Once you start, you can't stop. No. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, once you pop the fun, don't stop. Um, so, Crimson
2: to... Countess, Crimson Countess, yes. she knew that Soldier Boy was in Russia the whole time. Yes. Mm-hmm. That she was the talking in, me. in previous episodes. It really puts the couple scenes that she's been in in a whole new context, doesn't it? Yeah, it, it yes. does.
0: That was, um, in that confrontation, dude. Like. Like, she was fucking scared. I just love it. She's like, listen, he's going to kill us all. Like,
3: I was just like,
0: what, talk about an intense a buildup of intensity. You know, when she was like panicking, like, do you realize what's going to happen? He's going to kill us all. And then, like, none of us are safe. Like, let me go. He's going to kill us all. You know, and, you, you know, and, they probably and Billy, and Billy stood his ground. I love it. Billy stood his fucking ground.
2: Billy flat out killed gunpowder. If, if a soup is going to die, fine. Good. That's his goal, to kill all the soups. Yeah. Maybe he'll let Starlight and Maeve go, but that's pretty much it. He, he doesn't want any soups around. If, if Soldier Boy is going to kill them all, great. Less soups for him to have to kill later. Two birds, one stone. That's it. Do you, did you guys see the animated uh, spinoffs? offs Yes. Oh, yes. I've been yeah, preaching yeah. that, that for the a while. <laughs> remember when Two Soups killed? And he's like, wow, that worked out even better than I planned it.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, uh, Billy got hold of his his drug dealer or whatever. Yeah, I remember that. that was so-
2: like like is whatever with something like this. Yeah. Put this in it. Oh, man. Two Soups killed. That worked out even better than he thought.
0: Yeah. And then, like, when then finally, when Soldier Boy shows up and just, you know, Havoc, I'm just going to say the Havoc Beam and just. Like, Toasty! Hang on, hang on. <laughs> Hold on, I got that. I got that for you guys. Hang on. Got it queued up.
2: Toasty! <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I loved it. I just... it was. You know what it kind of reminded me of when they showed her fucking fucked up, burnt out corpse? It almost reminded me of Batman 89 where the Joker... Oh, uh, shook the dude's hand his corpse is laying there all burnt out that's what it kind of reminded me of I, just, I thought that was maybe a nice little there's that the way she her corpse corpses laid out i know that's fucked yeah up. it does
2: it does kind of remind me they yeah, that that joker buzzer so yeah, good
0: yeah yeah it's just a little bit just just i'm just saying the corpse there is the a burnt out corpse but yeah so do
2: you think do you think soldier boy is in complete control of his powers or do you think he just kind of goes off w- out of control i mean he's I been checked think-
0: oh. Knowing that he's been captured for so long, I think he—I don't know. It's hard because I feel like in New York City he couldn't control it. Like when he blew up New York City, like he couldn't control it. But when he confronted uh, Crimson, he he had full control. And then I feel like when he did it to Kamiko, it was out of reflex. Mm-hmm. So I—that's exactly
2: yeah, it. it. I yeah. I wouldn't have been able to put it exactly like that, but but the way you're saying it, that's exactly how it is.
0: Yeah, because mm-hmm. if yeah, I feel like he's he's learning to control. I, I mean I I think he was aware of his power, uh, when they experimented on him, but he never. He's got basically been strapped. Yeah,
2: he's he was basically strapped been he in was bed a... for fifty years. Now get yeah. oh, out yeah. there. It's, you know, out of he's out of practice.
0: Yeah, but like I said, after like I said, he did Kamiko out of reflex. New York City was an accident. This time he had full control. You know, obviously he was he was ready for it, and you know he stood his ground, stood in place, and just blew her away.
1: Absolutely. And then now yep,
0: here comes Billy. Yep.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so what do you guys go no, well, go ahead? No, no, you go because I have a question, but I want to hear what you have to say first. Uh, I was going to say with, with the show itself, um, and comics and everything. Um, I think I read somewhere that. Somebody, I don't know if he left DC or if he's still with DC, kind of spun off to create these comics. And if that's true, I'm going to bring this back into your realm, Um, If that's true, guest characters for Injustice 3, maybe? <laughs> One can dream.
0: I know. <laughs> I, I mean, but it wouldn't happen because obviously the boys is – amazon and you know dc's yeah I, know. I mean they could, they could work out a deal for you, but. hey never never say never yeah.
2: yeah but i feel like the boys works as a parody or like a satire of the dc the the superhero genre in general as soon as you start crossing over and having them actually meet each other then the satire
3: bit of it sort of falls apart yeah. Right, I they just become part of the genre. I would right. love to see
0: a boys-related video game, though. Yeah? Yeah, why not? i play it. Fighting game? RPG? Why not both? I'd take either
1: either, either one.
0: An RPG with fighting game elements?
1: <laughs> Alright, okay, I got one. Be- better guest character, Omni-Man.
0: <laughs>
3: <Ooh>.
0: <laughs> Yo, did you guys watch that death battle with Omni-Man versus Homelander?
3: Yeah. No, oh, I haven't good. seen that. That was good. If Omni Band didn't win, I call shenanigans.
0: I'm, I'm not gonna say. It. Just watch it. Just watch it. Okay. <laughs> it's All right. really Let me write that good. Death Battle does good work. I got you. Got to give those guys their props. They do good work. Um, it. right on. Yes. Um. Well, yeah. Uh, I guess we could start wrapping this up here. Uh, do you guys just want to give 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 go around the circle, give give the final rating, and plug yourselves one, in one last time? Yeah, why don't you guys go first? I'll go last. Okay. All right. Um, So, Pretty Garden Floor is yours. Uh, Go ahead and give the episode a rating 1 through 10 and plug yourself away, as always.
3: All right. I am going to give this episode a 9 out of 10. For me, I just felt like the writing was really solid and it has the pumped and ready to go and to see where this season takes us so very excited for this upcoming episode tonight and the rest of the season as far as where you can find me you know we got my links in the description box for this video so definitely check me out say hey and thanks again for having me nerd cage
0: of course and remember everybody link is in the description to pretty gardens channel and her twitch and all that good stuff please uh they are not only that they are fantastic content creators, but they are wonderful friends as well. All right, yeah. uh, Joe, go ahead, give your rating one or ten, and tell everybody about tomorrow and
1: Tuesday. All right, my rating is going to be an eight out of ten. So it's a little bit on the slower side, but it was it was still enough to you know to keep me going, and I it it'll run right into the next episode, which I'm watching right after this. Yep. You know- Oh, I have a feeling this is going to be maybe the best one. <laughs> I have hopes. Yeah. I have hopes. And then that leads me to tomorrow, where we go back to World Combat Deception Conquest Mode.
0: Hell fucking yes. Possibly the finale, but it's been a wild ride. That's twitch.tv slash nerdcage live, people. All right, Joe, and go ahead. tell And next now. Tuesday... We go back to
1: the world of survival horror with Resident Evil Remake.
0: Yes, excellent. So like I said, once again, twitch.tv, Cage Live. Uh That will be at 8 o'clock on Tuesday, 8 o'clock on Friday. And we hope to see you there, as, you know, hang out with us as we play these old school games. Just how we yes. remember them. All right. Tabmuck99. Go ahead, give your final rating on this episode. And again, once again, thank you for coming in. Uh, your perspective, You know, your perspective on everything was freaking awesome, so it was kind of cool to get some new blood in here. But yeah, go ahead, give a rating and plug yourself away, my friend.
2: Thank you so much. Um, Super excited for you guys to finish up Mortal Kombat Deceptions Conquest mode. You will see what happens with Shinox Amulet. I don't know if you guys seen this one from Zavi, but that's their recreation of the Shinox Amulet, limited edition, only five hundred made. So glad I got one of these bad boys. Um, Yes, if you want to find me. I always talk about Mortal Kombat lore and other stuff related to the Mortal Kombat franchise. You can see my channel at youtube.com forward slash 99 and of course, a link is in the description. I want to give a huge thank you to Jay and Joe for having me on this show, and of course, to Pretty Guardian. It was very nice to meet you for the first time. Finally, um, it was great being part of this panel. My final rating for this show would be an eight and a half out of ten. I thought it was good. I like seeing the plot move along. I didn't think it was slow at all, I think it was just right. Only thing I thought was that the writing was a little sloppy when it came to the commentary, and where do the writers really stand on cancel culture? Are they for it? Are they against it? I don't really care either way, but guys, pick a side and stick with it. Don't be all over the place, because you can't have it both ways. 8.5 out of 10 for me. Thanks again.
0: Well said, and once again, thank you for, uh, for helping us with the fantastic Mortal Kombat defenders of the realm watch party stream on saturday that was a shit ton of fun pretty garden we saw you even though you dropped a, oh, yeah I you in.
2: dropped a bomb oh, on us
3: what, what we
0: bombs
3: <laughs> oh okay
0: <laughs> we'll talk more about that but yeah but we yes, will thank you so much that was a great stream also th- shout out to our friends Komidogu. And Mad Mike Jones. I mean, that was my first time watching the show in 26 years, and I'm glad I got to do it with those guys. And that was hella fun. So that's for me. Uh, again, thank you for I'm, having me on that one too. <laughs> <Yes>. Um, <laughs> I'm very biased with the boys. and I'm giving this a 10 out of 10. I just, I can't get enough of this damn show. It just keeps me going.
1: This. Show and you got me pumped for episode me. six now. Yes,
0: this was a perfect setup, and this move, this show speaks me. i will now, I'll. I'll The day I give this show less than a 10 will be, like, Armageddon, okay? So just throwing that (laughs) out there, guys. This is why we cover it on NerdCage Live. Um, And, yes, just a friendly reminder, we will be – Joe just mentioned we're going to be on Twitch tomorrow night. Uh, Again, um, pending – obviously, I should say pending, but following uh, Mark's announcement and his departure, uh, I just want to let everybody know that we're going to be finishing up the coverage of The Boys – uh, we're going to be doing season or episode six next Thursday. Uh, we'll be doing episode seven the following Thursday. And then Sunday, the 10th, we're actually going to do the finale. Spoiler discussion. When we're done with this, and then on top of that, July 8th, 9 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, will be the premiere of the Mount Rushmore of Action Stars video. That will be the last
3: video. Oh, so excited. Yes, I know, right? It's,
0: it's baking in the oven and smells mighty fine right now. And me and Joe are gonna, we have some stuff that we have planned for it as well. Um that so look out for that on July 8th, Friday. That'll be premiering. And then we're gonna be doing the again, we're gonna be finishing up the boys, and then we're gonna take a long, we're gonna take about a month, at least a month-long hiatus. But don't worry. We're not going anywhere. In fact, we're gonna be making two major announcements. So stay tuned tuned. I, I can't tell anyone, I can't tell you guys now, but I promise you guys, you guys are going to be floored when we drop these terrific bombs on you guys. But I just want to let everybody know, I'm just trying to be transparent as possible. We're going to finish up the boys, we're going to do the Mount Rushmore, and then we're taking a much-needed break. Uh, you guys will understand. When it, when, it, when, you, when it happens, you'll understand, but we will still be gaming on Twitch. That's not going to stop. But, I will be in Chicago for a couple weeks, so, so there's going to be a, no twitch stream that week um, so
3: uh
2: what exactly are you doing in chicago anyway jesus <laughs> and
0: i am hoping to connect with some friends as well i got friends in chicago you know i've been talking to you know our dear friends you know master rick has master christine i'm hoping to connect with those guys too um so yeah trust me i will definitely vlog about it. If, you, if you if you're on the facebook discussion group i'll definitely Post videos and pictures for sure. Yeah, I can't. Deep dish wait. pizza, oh. deep dish pizza, deep dish pizza, deep
2: dish pizza. Mm. it, if I God, will Donald send you the name. Deep dish pizza. Yes. I will send you the name of the best pizza restaurant in Chicago. In fact, it's called Rinaldi's. But I'll it I'll send it to you later. I haven't tried. This I
0: had. I had. I had Peppinos, and I had. Uh, uh no, not Peppinos. That's I thing. Syracuse. Uh, Pequods. I had Pequods and Giovanni's. Or, well, here's Pequod's, what's Pequod's, special Pequod's, about. Geodon- about Geodon- me, Geodon- that's and it.
2: But here's what's special about Reynaldi's. When Mortal Kombat first went on test run at Times Square Arcade, right across the street, there was a pizza restaurant that the Mortal Kombat team went to to celebrate their success. That was Reynaldi's pizza, and oh, they're still there okay. today. The I arcade to is closed there. down. The arcade closed down, and it's not there anymore, but the pizza still exists. There's
0: Gallop and Ghost, so I've been there before, but I'll go to Gallop's and Ghost again. And of course, I want to try Auschevelle, the best burger in Chicago, supposedly, and wiener circle because i want to get cursed at um, wiener so, circle so for those who don't know wiener circle <laughs> is a hot dog joint in chicago if you go there at night um the workers call you names and curse you out so i would love mm. to hear what insults they have for me
2: i hope you record a video of that and either post it to your facebook group or to the nerd cage channel
0: i absolutely will absolutely yeah jay's vlog number one getting cursed out it yeah yeah it will happen yeah absolutely all right so again thank you to everybody again go to the link in the description to sub these fantastic people up now that they're wonderful content creators but they're wonderful friends as well and we appreciate everybody being here again um we'll be covering we'll continue the coverage we're going to resume coverage of the boys next thursday and we'll see what panel we have planned we'll have to wait and see so that being said we pretty peeps ask you to like, comment, subscribe, ring that bell, and spread that shit like Compound V. So, do you guys say from yours truly, Syracuse, New York, to all of our friends around the world at Nerd Cage Live, Tabmug99, and the Pretty Guardian. We pre- Um, enjoy life, stay safe, do your push-ups, eat your vegetables, and good night.
3: Good night. See hey, ya. Yeah. Good night. night. Ooh, trying to get out of the nerd cage, are ya?
1: Well, before you go, hit that subscribe button. And if you're really intrigued, ring that bell. Thank you for
3: dropping by. Until next time, tell everyone you know about Nerd Cage Live! Ah! <laughs> Wah, wah, wah!